Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. just because I gained weight and I'm always bloated but I'm blaming it on my gluten intolerance that I don't think is a real thing that is not true you get very painful bloating because if it was just natural it wouldn't hurt true so it's also constant like I didn't fucking do anything today besides eat pasta (laughs) we had like Cindy and I are so funny we're like we're gonna eat so healthy this week I had fucking macaroni and cheese for breakfast I didn't eat breakfast and there you go we had burrata and burrata and more burrata with pomodoro pasta so we're healthy and yeah and i have like 12 drinks at lunch because it's saturday so why the fuck not like someone tell me why not no you cannot so actually you can but um i'm not gonna listen to you i'm so dead if i can if i ever need to find someone to like drink with you're my girl thank you <laughs> we'd be like I feel like i'm fun, I'm a fun. no but kilton though is if we're ever walking outside doing remotely anything and we pass a bar sarah will be like happy hour 
I'll be like, girl, it's Monday at 10 a.m. And then you will say, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I will. Uh, you guys, it is so hot in this fucking apartment. We started every episode, every, all of the last five episodes with that exact sentence, but it couldn't be more true. It cannot. I made the awful mistake of wearing leather shorts today that I bought in the winter. Please, please let me know why. And, you know, it hurts. It's literally hot. I'm going to change. You're so funny, though, because uh, you put those leather pants to good, I mean, shorts to good use during the winter. You would, like, come out of your room and knock on my door and be like, should I wear these shorts with stockings tonight? And I'm like, it's literally zero degrees outside. But, yeah, like, go for it. They're cute. But they're, like, suede on the inside. Mm. And I was literally melting. I love that you're, tw- I keep putting my shoes on backwards. I don't know how to hostile. Like, it works, <laughs> but it doesn't work in the right way. Interesting. Sorry, guys. Okay, so today. Today. To today, today, today. You know what we're talking about? Well, I would love to know. What are we talking about, Sydney? So, I think one thing that we've gotten a lot of DMs about recently have been like, help me with dating. Like, I'm going on my second date. Should I sleep with her? Should I kiss him? What should I do? But I think that as I've gotten older, slash, been in college for more years, about to graduate college, slash, gotten to like know and value myself more, my outlook on how I date has changed. Like, literally, the way that I date. And I think that one thing's interesting because, like, there's so many rom-coms about the subject. Like, how is a guy in 10 days? Like, whatever the other ones are. There's a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. I love rom-coms. My toes, my toes look so cute. Sorry. Um, I got my toes done today, guys. And I can't stop looking at them. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I thought you were just, like, saying that comment in a vacuum. I forgot you got your toes done today. And I was yeah. like, okay. They haven't been painted like this since literally I was in high school. So I keep looking at them. They look normal. They're very pretty because I like that you got, like, a brighter pink on your toes. So, if you have a foot fetish, you guys... It looks like my skin, though. My catch Sydney walking down the street. Yeah, your nails are so pretty. Do you like your nails? They look like my exact skin tone, though. Like a dash of purple. Yeah, like a little, like, dark I Like, if you were looking really fast, it wouldn't look like I had any skin on my hand. Skin on your hand? I mean, nails on my skin. Anyway. <laughs> so, I obviously, you guys know that, like, I was innocent as fuck in high school. Like, did not date, did not kiss. Not because I didn't want to. It was because I was ugly and undesirable but um once I got to college for the first time not only did I feel pretty or like feel wanted guys gave me fucking attention because I wasn't I was no longer in a conservative school where I was the only black person yeah so I thought that my value in dating came from sex because that's what everything everyone wanted the first thing guys ask you on fucking dating apps is like so like what are you into I'm like I don't even know your last name I don't Ryan, I don't know your last name. Ryan, literally Ryan, Chad, Chad Ryan twenty one. Like, like, bruh. So, bruh. did I just say bruh? I will be the first to admit that I was like, if I do, if I like this guy on the first date, if I do not put out for him, he will not date me. He won't like me. He'll have no interest in me because that's what he wants for me. So, for literally the first three years of college, that is how I dated. And like, obviously, it worked in some instances where like I did have relationships with them after sleeping with them on the first date, but. I did notice that the tale as old as time, the rule, the adage. <clears throat> tale as old as time. Do you see Christina Aguilera singing that song? She was like, tale as long as time. That was a really good impersonation. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. That was good. I really appreciated that compliment, Sydney. You're welcome. Guys, we're so weird. Um, the the old adage that guys will not respect if you, if you like have sex with them on the first date. Well, I think it's a little bit of a dramatic dramatization. 
Kathy, whoever started that. I do think it has some truth in it in the sense that men do put a lot of weight on sex. People in general put a lot of weight on sex. And I think that making them work for it, making them see you as a human being instead of a whole before you get to that point in relationship is so important. And I've noticed that because I've tried it for years. And I can tell you, I'm living proof that if you wait until they value you, things will be very different. Very, very different. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Yes. So this is not what I think, but, 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 but the classic argument that I want you to rebuttal because I, there are a lot of holes in this like argument I think personally but like there I go again with the personally um to like counter that argument what I find people who try to who are very like pro having sex on the first date or like pro introducing the relationship with sex say to that is like well if even if you do like present him with sex first and he does like use and abuse that would you like want to date him anyways or like would you want to date someone yeah. like that anyway so what's I your counter that. to that well, I or think do you not have one? The, what I should have prefaced my prior statement with, mm-hmm. my prior soliloquy, was that it is perfectly fine to have sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. I have done so quite literally 200 times. Not really 200. 
an, an, a normal amount of times. But <laughs> a normal fair amount of time normal, for fair, someone in my ripe age. Yes, non-judgmental amount of times. I think that if you're dating for a relationship, that is the key word. If you are looking for a healthy, long-term relationship with someone that you value and you like, I think that is the best way to go out of personal experience and just my understanding of the male psyche. And that's the counter. That's why I don't like the counter because a lot of people counter that exact argument and they're like, oh my gosh, well, like, uh, even if you are looking for, like, a long-term relationship or, like, even if you are looking for a boyfriend, like, you should even still present it with, like, they're fine with presenting sex in, like, at first just because they're like, why do I want a lifelong partner who does, you know what I mean? But I don't think that's a quality you should find in lifelong partner. I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know. Do Thinking about it like this, I think about, this is an awful way to put it, and mm-hmm. I don't mean it in the literal sense. I'm taking this as metaphorically. Okay. Thank you for your clarification. I really appreciated it. Of course. So no one tries to twist my words, twisty, 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 twist. Um, is like <laughs> part of having a hobby mm-hmm. is finding something that you enjoy, mm-hmm. that you like, that you have interest in, and building a long-term relationship with it and understanding of it to become better at it so that that can be something that's like a meaningful part of your life. If you pick up a paintbrush one day and you're like, I want to do painting as like a way to relieve my stress. Mm -hmm. And you like literally cough up a Mona Lisa. Painting is not going to be as fun. You didn't have the trials, the tribulations, the experience, the journey of learning how to create a stroke, of understanding how to mix colors. A stroke metaphorically and physically. All right, horny gal, five, five, four. <laughs> um, like learning color theory, learning how to trace the shape of a face, you know, like all of those seemingly minute, unrelevant steps are all very small pieces of a very big puzzle that allows you to become good at something. Likewise, you want to have the journey as well to getting what you want. It's like, let's say I start running one day. I have not run in five years. Since PE class in eighth grade, I have not run. No, ma'am. That'd be like store. I haven't run across the street. I haven't. Only I ran. I was at the Zara sale. But as you should. That's like me showing up to Olympics and being like, I should get on that track, and then I win. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool. It felt kind of good. Got me a little rush. But then it's like I didn't get the joy of like practicing and training and like meaning. I follow you so hard right now, and I think that's what I was trying to say without actually saying it. Because I get, I hear from a lot of people like, you know, and it, it, the beauty about something like this is, is personal choice. You know, like if you want, if you think that like a long-term relationship for you is going to be solely built off sex, like that's not what I want, but like go you. And I'm sure that's not what you want either. But like, I'm literally like, for example, 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 I was like single for a really long time and I wanted to be single and I was never really looking for a relationship. But even in the relationship I have now, which we've been dating for over a year at this point, that's just what I wanted. You know what I mean? So that's like the beauty of personal choice. At the same time though, I really need people to keep in mind that like building a long-term relationship off of like if you're actively looking for a long-term relationship, focusing that first date or focusing that first really, focusing, focusing that first really intimate moment about sex because you can have intimate moments and sex does not need to be involved but focusing that first really meaningful moment on sex 
I think is a really unstable way to build something amazing because just because it's not even because of it doesn't even have to be because of you it could be just because of culture like men suck and like as much as you as much as you think or know you're not a whole like men do Feel, yeah yeah or they do or they literally just like think you're that for them which is annoying and like even outside of the context or the term of respectability and like how they're going to respect you also just in my situation it makes the romantic aspect or physical aspect or the intimate aspect of the relationship so much better it feels better it is better it's in my case because instead of it being purely based off like a first instinct of lust there's like emotion behind it there's feelings behind it there's respect behind it there's happiness and which joy makes the lust so much better exactly. like if your whole thing is just about getting off if you have that you know deep connection beforehand for me just and i know for night. you it helps so much it's just another nut without it you know and i think that like just another nut just another nut. that's the title of this episode just another nut. <laughs> i like okay, that my parents excuse me <laughs> me i meant almonds I was really talking about almonds because it's not just another nut. It's a staple in the American diet. Hey, Mr. Winter, guys, guys, we're talking about cashews. Like, this entire thing yeah. is actually just a metaphor for your snack pack. Yeah, and pistachios because why are they green and tan? That's just another nut. They're built different. They're physically built different. They're hybrids. We, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. You know what? I kind of want to transition the conversation to Sex in the City. Because remember that one episode where Charlotte's like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? So Charlotte, and this is, I have like two aspects kind of to like how Charlotte lives her life. Everybody criticizes Charlotte so goddamn much. And I really, really hate it. Cause first of all, like Charlotte's my like second favorite character of all time. Like in general, she's so, so like complex and funny and awesome. And she just like makes the show a million times better. And even like the original uh, writer of sex in the city was like, People like Samantha Carey and Miranda would never be friends with someone like Charlotte. And I'm like, no, but that's the beauty of the show. Like, she adds the uh, full circle to the show because they all have different opinions about this, about, like, sex and men and relationships and friendship in general and fashion, but that's another story. Um, I think, like, a lot of people criticize her, but they don't even think about the fact that, like, Charlotte is literally just being a, a feminist to her own right. Like, she's not trying to, with the exception of, like, maybe one episode, just because, like, they probably had to and it was, like, funny that one time. She really just, like, never tried to force her opinion on anybody else and was, no, like, never judging anybody else. And it was just kind of, like, living her own life. My favorite is, like, when they would be at, oh, it's that one episode where they're in, like, cafeteria talking. Yeah. And I think, oh, yeah. Sam was talking about how awful her guy's semen tasted and Charlotte just got up and ran. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't say a word. She got up and darted out of the restaurant. She's like, I can't do this. And it killed me. Yeah. But do you agree though? Like a lot of people criticize Charlotte and they're like anti-feminist, anti-feminist. And it's like, no, but it's the power of choosing that makes yeah. you a feminist. But I think one thing people don't realize about feminism is like, it's not that you have to be sexually empowered. That you have you. to find joy in Thank sex. You. you have to want to sex to everyone. It's That's fact what a that, lot of people think. Yeah, it's that you are allowed to decide for yourself what you value and what you want if you don't want to have sex girl period literally period have fun having your period every month good for you no scares like you're probably living your life stress free but if you want to go out and sleep with six guys in the night girl go ahead like boom i see hot that shit you know like i i'm here for you I, I support you. And that's why I think being a feminist is about it's supporting the woman's right to choose what kind of woman she wants to be. There's no one way to be a woman, no one way to be a feminist, no one way to be, like, a good person. Mm -hmm. Actually, yes, there is. 
Mm. <laughs> the, the ideal kind of if woman. You know? I mean, if you're a murderer, that's not a way to be a good person. But yeah, yeah I think, yeah, everybody knows what you mean for sure, Sid. But, um, oh, I was just going to say, like, Charlotte's not judging you, so don't judge Charlotte. Or don't, don't judge, like, the Charlotte in your life. Like, if one of I'm your partly friends. I'm Charlotte, I feel like. Yeah, you are. I mean, if one of your friends, like, want to live their life a certain way and they don't want to, like, come out with you to the club every night or if they do want to go out and party every night like no one needs your judgment no one needs your opinion they do need your support especially like women to women especially if it's your friend and I think that's where a lot of like unwarranted opinions on TikTok about this kind of thing come into play it's like you watch and you observe this media can you tell we're media majors you watch and observe this media like TV characters and stuff and you're like ugh Charlotte's such a prude or like ugh Samantha's such a slut and like your unwarranted opinions on people who don't are not even real like they're literally just characters overflows and spills onto real life situations and social media where it can actually be harmful okay thesis from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. I think one thing that, like, I respect about Sex in the City, just, like, there's so many things wrong with it. In fact, there's, like, literally no black people in it, whatever. But... Um, and homophobic bookie. I was about to say, they're homophobic as hell. Yeah, homophobic uh, and a little racy, racy stuff. Um, I think one thing that, like... 
<laughs> yeah, that was a great Je point. Thank you very much. And also, <laughs> I think one thing I do like, because like I literally see a little bit of myself in every character. Like I am hella Miranda. I'm hella Carrie. Ugh. Sometimes I want to be a little Sam, and I'm a lot Charlotte. Because, like, obviously I am sexually liberated. I don't feel bad about saying that I do enjoy sex, but I don't like having sex all the time. I don't wake up in the morning dreaming about having sex with every single person on the earth, you know? Like, sometimes I want to, like, have an intimate moment that's not about sex. It's about feeling and emotion and what you have in common. Like, just stuff like that, you know? And I think guys have a hard time understanding that. And, like, it's something that I've had to find in someone that, like, respects that in me also. Because, like, I don't want to have sex every time I see you. Like, yes, I value sex and I like sex, but sometimes I want to watch a movie and cuddle and talk about our lives. Like, I don't want to have to... I don't want sex to be a requirement every time I see you. And that's something that, like, some people struggle with, meaning the guys that I talk to. Yeah. But putting all this into, like, real-life situations and comparing my last two relationships-ish is that, um, for example, like, with one of my previous relationships, we had sex on the first date. But the thing is, I went into that date saying, telling myself... I, I even told him when we were sitting down, I was like, I will not have sex with you on the first date. I don't do that. That happened with Carrie and Big on their first date too. So this is so relevant. Oh my God, this whole episode is just going to be a big fat sex in the city analogy. And I like it a lot. Actually. And I told him on the first date, I literally didn't even order alcohol because I didn't want him to think that like there's any chance that I would like break my promise. I ordered a Sprite. Eh. But um, I was like, I'm not having sex with you. I don't do that on the first date. And it was the first serious day I had in New York City. And um, yeah, we had sex that night and we ended up being together for over three years. So like... Yeah, that's another thing we're not saying. We're not saying that like if you have sex on the first date, your relationship is doomed. I think the main message here is to like really try to find make sure you can find intimate moments that don't always have to do with sex. Because for me, that's really not what a strong, good foundation relationship is about. Yeah, but like what does kind of like ding 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 in my mind is that sex and respect was also a very big problem in our relationship part of the reason why we weren't like did not end up together at least as of now is that there was a discrepancy in like what we think sex should be in a relationship and part of me thinks is that because i like not gave it to him easily because i'm not a cookie or a chip but the fact that like i didn't base our connection on something else you know like that i let it happen easily but then the next relationship I had, like, the more recent one I'm in, I guess. Like, another relationship I have, or whatever. I'm sounding like a little hoe. Um, I, it was the first time I've ever waited. Like, we waited, I think, four dates to have sex. And he was so respectful about it. Like, beyond words. Like, I explained to him, and he was like, of course I'll wait. And I've never had such a strong connection with someone right out the gate. I hate when you apologize for something. Because, like, I know I would have apologized for something like that. I would have been like, I'm yeah. so sorry. Do you mind if oh, we Oh, I didn't wait? say I'm sorry. I said I'm not having sex with you on the first date. I don't do that. And he really? was like, I respect that. And he was like, honestly, I agree, too. Because he was like, I'm a, I won't, like, I'll be honest. I usually have sex on the first date. But, like, he's like, I will admit that, like, we have something going here. Like, I can, I can feel it, too. And I don't want us to, like, rush into something that we're not ready for. This one date, I was so nervous, and I went into it, like, freaking out because I was on my period. And I, w- I used to be one of those girls who did have sex on the first date, like, 9.8 out of 10% of the time. So, like, I went on this date with this guy, and I was like, oh, my God, 
you know, I'm so sorry. Like, it's not going to be one of those dates. And I, I, like, was really upfront with him about it when I went back to his place for a drink after dinner. And he was like, it's fine. Like, what are you talking about? And I, I like, felt so, hum- I felt so, like, not humiliated. I just felt, like, a little bit embarrassed and that I should go back and reflect on what I really should be considering myself or, like, what respect I should be holding myself to. Like, it sucks that we have to be scared. Be like, shit, how am I going to tell them? When should I tell them to them before the date? Or, like while we're talking on Tinder or should I tell him on the date or when we're going back to his place like, can I go back to his place without sleeping with him like I have that fight in my mind every time I go on a first date or every time I did go on a first date and I hate that I had to do that you know guys don't yeah. think that they're thinking hey I'm going and getting smashed tonight like, <laughs> and like I hate that that isn't even like a conversation even a thought that I should be able to openly say I don't want to and it should not be an issue you yeah. know but like when we did end up having sex it was that much better because like I did put emphasis on like having a connection first so per yeah you handled it right hey everyone so sydney and i are literal idiots and we ended the episode here so we're sorry for this really really short episode this is literally like the length of our minis but uh we actually had like a dinner to go to (laughs) so extremely important i know uh, that we had to stop the episode a little bit early and now she's at home for the week and i'm at home for the week so we're not able to finish recording but i just wanted to let you guys know that we love you we have some really exciting new things coming out soon regarding merch Literally been saying that for the past month and a half, but this time I mean it. <laughs> uh, make sure to follow our TikToks at Crying in Public Podcast. Sorry, not TikToks, TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. And our Instagram and YouTube at the very same name. You can hear us on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We're really grateful for you guys. Hope you enjoyed this very short episode. Uh, love you. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.